Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard indeed, everyone. This is RM World Travel. Mary and I and Rudy appreciate you being here with us as we kick off hour two of our live broadcast today. And this is your place for the fastest two hours in travel. We're just, we've just been alerted by our engineer, Bobby, that Tamara Johnson from AAA is holding for us on the show hotline as she has news to share with all of us about Thanksgiving travel. So, Mary, let's go ahead. We'll do the Hour 2 rundown, and we'll get right to Tamara. All right. Coming up in a few minutes for our Personal Connection episode, we'll head to Tucson as Jen Brown joins Robert and me to discuss how her military service has made her a better world traveler. Show friend Dr. Christina Angelo with the CDC returns sometime this hour as well. We want to discuss the situation with tainted alcohol at hotels when we travel. And Bruce Northam is back. He wants to share why taking photos of barbershops around the world offers a window into local cultures. And then next week, in Plymouth, Massachusetts, the birthplace of Thanksgiving, they're going to host America's hometown Thanksgiving celebration, including a popular parade. And their executive director, Ali DiMasito, will be here to share some details on that. But right now, let's welcome back to our national program, AAA's Tamara Johnson, and get the travel forecast for the 2019 Thanksgiving holiday. Hey, Tamara, welcome back to RM World Travel. We appreciate you sharing some of your weekend with us today. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you having me. Well, it's always nice to have you on the program with us. So listen, you know, AAA, the team, you've all been gathering the data, you've been crunching the numbers. You just released the 2019 travel Thanksgiving Day, uh, or Thanksgiving, I should say, travel period forecast. And it says that more than 55 million travelers will be on the move. It's about a 3% increase from last year. The second highest total on record in the 19 years you've been tracking this info. So let's start with air travel, Tamara. What can we expect? Yeah, so we are anticipating it's going to be busy this year. About 4.4 million Americans are going to be flying to their destination. That's up about 4% from what we saw in 2018. And we're really attributing travel across the board to increases to the strength of the economy. Okay, Tamara, well, certainly 4.4 million ta- uh, travelers taking to the skies is a lot of people, but it's less than 10% of the travelers who are going to be on the move by car. So share those numbers with us, and when are you expecting the congestion on the roads to be at its worst so we can avoid it? Absolutely. If you're going to be driving, you're not going to be alone this year. About 49 million Americans are going to be driving to their destination. That's up about 2.8% from what we saw back in 2018. And we team with Emrics each year to determine which day is probably the worst and the most traffic on the road. And we are anticipating that Wednesday, November 27th, before the holiday, is going to be the worst time to travel, specifically between 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. That's when we start to see travelers mix in with our uh, evening brush hour traffic. So we are anticipating that you could see travel times as much as four times longer than normal in those areas yikes uh, Tamara, R- rudy max here what do you have no, do you have numbers on trains base buses and cruise ships and how many people t- uh, take off uh, over thanksgiving weekend by those modes of transportation 
We do. So uh, automobiles and planes typically is the most popular, but we do still see about 1.4 million people will be taking other modes of transportation, so trains, buses, cruise ships. Um, that's up about 1% from what we saw last year. So this is an awful lot of people traveling. Can we just go back to that road number for a minute? So if we've got, I think you said 49.3 million people on the road. Um, how many exactly. people are how many people are you anticipating are going to have to call AAA for some help on the road? Yeah, so every year we do anticipate that we will get an increase in calls. This year, we're looking at over 360,000 motorists will need AAA's assistance at the roadside. People check your batteries, put the air in your tires yeah. before you get on okay, the road. So people are going to be earning <laughs> some overtime there. All right, so, you know, Tamara, listen, we're, we're seeing that a strong economy that's going on across the U.S., low, in, un, low unemployment, uh, inexpensive gas, for the most part, unless we're out in California, uh, are factors, you know, for this expected <laughs> record number of travelers. Uh, any other things that you're seeing? Um, yeah, we definitely are seeing that gas prices are playing a factor in this. Strong economic fundamentals across the board have really helped to increase this. So, you know, additional disposable income, we see that Americans have more money in their pocket and they value travel and they're taking that additional money and putting it toward a trip with friends and family this year. Well, we know so we gas did, prices you... are lower then, right? Uh, I mean, we're considering these low gas prices. Well, we were saving about a nickel from what we paid back in 2018. So there's not a significant savings at the pump. We could continue to see those prices drop uh, as we head into the holiday. But I don't think that's significant enough to actually cause people to want to travel this year. We definitely, I think, it's other aspects of the economy. That well, I, I would agree with that. But, but still, here's the positive. Again, you're, you're talking about it maybe a nickel less. Fine. You're not uh -huh, saying that uh -huh. it's 50 cents or a dollar more. So Glass Half Full says get out there and travel. Go experience the country and enjoy your Thanksgiving. So we appreciate you uh, giving us this, this report. I know it's hot off the presses. And, Tamara, it's always nice to catch up with you. So thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks, Tamara. All right, so, you know, Mary, Rudy, let, let's wow. think about that number, first of all. 55.3 million people on the move for Thanksgiving. I mean, wow. I, I hope everybody's made their reservations because with so many people traveling, things could certainly get challenging, especially at the more popular destinations. Uh, yeah, you mean like uh, Las Vegas and Orlando? The yeah, just two, a bit. Uh, I would say just, just uh, a, a bit. And uh, there are going to be yeah. lines at Disney World, uh, at Disney uh, Disney World in Orlando. That's for sure, because the weather is great there. So, well, I think Disney wherever you, your point, Rudy. Exactly. Yeah. Whether it's you're in Orlando, whether you're in uh, uh, Anaheim, wherever, uh, it, it's going to be busy. But you know, if you just think about what what she what she just shared there with all the people, I don't think it's a surprise to any of us that Wednesday before Thanksgiving is the time. So right. how, how many times right. do we talk about on the show? Get up on you know Thanksgiving morning. Well, we've done that. Travel the, yeah. Even for Christmas, as we think about that, you, you're better to travel mm -hmm. the day of if you can. Mm -hmm. uh, so really yeah, particularly for, for, for flying. You know, because, right. Yeah, particularly for flying because that's a great time to go. Right early in the morning on Thanksgiving or Christmas Day, you can reach almost anywhere in the country in four or five hours, so you're there mm -hmm. in time for late lunch. You know? Mm -hmm. you know, Mary and I, we have an upcoming trip. Uh, right now we're planning to do a live remote broadcast of this show from Miami on December 7th, and uh, we were debating when we go down to Miami. We've got a, there's a travel conference going on earlier in the week, and we thought about flying out on the Sunday right after Thanksgiving, and we were like, no, 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 you know what? We're going to leave New York to fly down to Miami <laughs> Monday. on Monday. Uh, we'll still be congested, I'm sure, but not nearly as much as it will be on Sunday. So if you can't avoid it, make that adjustment. And it's sure. always, in general, nice I to fly early in the morning because you're less likely to have delays and, and all I'm of that other. 
I'm going to Thailand for Thanksgiving, so I don't have to worry about it. I'm going to well, be so, so I'm going that, before see, and coming back after. Well, that see, so really, you're just saying I'm going to avoid the forty million point, uh, yeah. three million on the road or the fifty-five point <laughs> uh, three million completely. I'm getting out of Dodge. Uh, you all deal with it. So well, thanks yeah. very much. Yeah, well, that, that's good stuff. Um, all right. Well, listen. That, that's I'm still stuck you. on that forty-nine point three people on the road. Yeah, you know, and one other thing that I do US. see from their study here, uh, you know, they're saying, and I think it's pretty straightforward: consumer and corporate um, outlook. You know, that measures uh, it remains very positive in this country, so that helps. So, right, that good. Music, Mary? All good. All right. As we take this brief sponsors break, we hope you'll stay around. As Jen Brown is next, we're going to head to Tucson to talk transformational travel in our personal connection segment. Stay with us. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. All of us in America have so much to be thankful for, but sadly, there are many kids around the globe who need our help. We want to make a difference and are asking you to help us by going to Compassion.com RM and sponsoring a child or multiple children. Around one-third of the world's children live in extreme poverty. Many are hungry, cannot attend school, they're in poor health and neglected. Over 60,000 kids are on the waiting list, but for a little more than a dollar a day, we can give back and reduce this total in a major way. Go to Compassion.com RM to select your child now or RMWorldTravel.com. Computer systems in cars are the new normal, from electronically controlled transmissions to touchscreen displays to dozens of sensors. But all this advanced tech is expensive to fix if and when it breaks. That's why you need CarShield. CarShield has affordable protection plans that can save you thousands for a covered repair, including computers, GPS electronics, and more. Get covered by CarShield today. Call 800-CAR-6000 and mention code RM or visit carshield.com and use code RM to save 10%. Or visit rmworldtravel.com for more info. A deductible may apply. Mike Lindell and the MyPillow team asked us to say thanks for the way our audience has responded because you're buying an awful lot of their great products. And if you haven't heard, they've got some super deals right now on their MyPillows, their Soft Giza Dream Sheets, the Mattress Topper, and more. MyPillows are machine washable, made in the USA, and include a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Their popular buy one, get one free premium MyPillow deal is going on right now. Just head to MyPillow.com under Radio Specials and use the promo code RM or visit RMWorldTravel.com under Sponsors. Robert here to share that Mary and I, as well as Rudy, are true believers in the importance of travel insurance. It's affordable and protects in so many ways. There are some things in life you just shouldn't do without, like visiting Paris and not experiencing the Eiffel Tower. And something else we encourage is Travel Guard travel insurance. Coverage includes many items such as trip cancellation or interruption, medical expenses and evacuation, and more. Wherever your next trip takes you, get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com, or you'll also find a link at RMWorldTravel.com under Sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. 
All right, let's get right back to it as we're already up to our G Block. Robert Mary here with you as our travel talk get together rolls right along. Thanks for spending part of your day with us. And today's personal connection episode is made possible by Travel Guard Travel Insurance. Are you the type of traveler who thinks, eh, it's never going to happen to me? Well, the reality is you just never know when it comes to emergency situations when you travel. If you're planning a vacation or an important trip, don't put your investment or well being at risk as travel insurance from Travel Guard is affordable and it gives you protection in a lot of different ways. Don't get stuck wishing you had done this as it's simple and it's easy. So whether your next trip is a solo adventure, it's a family vacation, a long or short getaway, get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Jen Brown is an Army veteran, travel blogger, and history teacher. Her blog, Jaunting Jen, is filled with interesting travels and certainly some stories of far-fung places from her time served in the Army. We've invited Jen to join us for the latest Personal Connection episode because she firmly believes it was her time in the Army that taught her the most valuable lessons about travel abroad. Let's say hello and find out what she has to say. Welcome to RM World Travel, Jen. Mary and I appreciate you joining us and everyone tuned in around the country today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you. So, Jen, since we just honored our vets on Veterans Day this past Monday, I do feel I need to start the interview with thanking you first for your service in the Army. So thank you, Jen. Thank you so much. It's a part of my life that I think about all the time. I would still be in the military except for an illness. I still keep in touch with my buddies from the military and it's really changed my life forever and made me a better person. Okay, so on that note, I'd like to know how long you served, but I'd also like to know what's the most unique place that stands out for you from your Army travels, a place you thought you'd never end up seeing but perhaps found really interesting? Well, I served for six years and the most unique place has to be um, Iraq and uh, I never thought I would see myself in Iraq and I did the research and There were all these places I wanted to go, but of course I couldn't go there. But I talked to my commanders about Ur and ancient Babylon and just how rich the history was there. And I also had a chance to see a lot of interesting historical sites while I was stationed in Germany for almost three years. You know, Jen, I want to talk a little bit about your blog post that caught our attention. It's called Eight Ways Military Service Made Me a Better Traveler. And I want to quote you on something. You said the following, after living for almost a solid year confined to a military base in Iraq, hiccups and travels seem laughable to me. I can think of reasons why, but what did you mean by that? Um, I've noticed during my travels, there's almost always something that's going to go wrong, and how you react to that is going to shape the rest of the trip. So after Iraq, when I came back and a flight was canceled or something got lost or something was closed, it really wasn't a big deal anymore after living in Iraq for a year. It really changes your perspective on everything. Right, sure it does. So, Jen, as humans, we certainly all have things we don't like, whether it's food, certain noises, smells. Um, but And we talk about this a lot on our show, that travel really opens people's minds to what other people, how they're living, what they're eating, all of that. And it gets people out of their comfort zones. You say the Army did that for you and made you a better world traveler. How so? Um, going back to the food, uh, before the Army, There were things that I was like, no, I really don't want to try that, especially when I was in China. There were some dishes that I didn't really care for, but um, being in Iraq and eating the same thing over and over again or maybe having to eat something I didn't want to because there was nothing else to eat, that gives me an appreciation for what I have and that I can go and get anything I want. So now when I'm traveling, 
anywhere if they don't have what I want to eat or I'm not too happy with it. I'm like, well, it could always be much worse. And it's, that's changed my perspective on travel also. Well, again, the key word perspective on all this. So, you know, I want to discuss travel safety with you a bit because you write so passionately about it. In fact, you write that you've never been harassed or had anything stolen. You mentioned situational awareness and knowing your surroundings, certainly two important things that we agree with. Can you give us a few other specific examples of what travelers should do you know, to be as safe as possible while abroad, and maybe things that we're not going to think about because we haven't served in the military. Yes. Um, one of the biggest things, and I teach this to my high schoolers just in their general life when you're not traveling, is how you carry yourself. If you're looking down, if you look uncomfortable, if you look like a victim or your face is buried in a map, those are the people that may become victims. So I teach my students, and I carry myself um, confidently. I'm looking around. I always look people in the eye. I'm not giving uncomfortable stares, but I meet people at eye level and eye contact, and I think that's kept me from running into any problems when I travel. Even, um, And maybe I did this a little bit before the military, but I'm even more conscious of it now, of how I care, carry myself, how I appear in public, what I'm doing in public, and um, that is true even to this day, knock on wood, I guess. I've never had any problems traveling solo or with my husband or anywhere else, and um, just being situationally aware, not going down a dark alley in a foreign country, making sure you're aware of your surroundings, and just carrying yourself in a confident manner makes all the difference in travel. I'm curious, did your husband also serve? No, he didn't. We okay. met after my service. Okay. So you mentioned that you're a history teacher, and I, I want to touch on that for a minute because we have two boys. They're growing now. They're both in college. They were blessed to grow up traveling with us, and it was often in their history classes that they were able to bring a lot of their personal experiences from their trips to life. Do you find that with your students? I'm curious to know if you bring your own travel experiences into the classroom and if it makes sense to do so to connect to what you're teaching. Yes, I almost always, whenever I, the opportunity presents itself in the curriculum, to bring my own personal experience, and I find the students really latch onto that. They really love it, and not a lot of students like history these days, and it really gets their attention if I'm teaching something. And then I pull up my blog, and I say, oh, I've been here. Let me show you some pictures that go along with this unit. And um, it's a way to make that personal connection with history and try to gauge interest and hopefully maybe there'll be a few historians in the future from my class. <laughs> they must light up when you when they see all the places that you've traveled to around the world. They do and even just living in the southwest in Arizona so many of my students have no idea what's even in an hour radius from where they live at so um, just showing them pictures and showing them blogs they're like oh I'm gonna go there this weekend and I do offer extra credit if they go somewhere and send me some pictures. All right, well, you're the kind of teacher that we would like to have. Everybody would because, like that. <laughs> that's it. But first of all, when I hear you that's say great. that, number one, that's it's, it's somewhat sad that they don't realize all the things that are around them because we often say on this show you don't have to go far to actually travel because we are all, wherever we live, blessed with so many things within you know, relative near distances of us. But in your case, you've also, you have that world experience to balance it. So they must sit in your class and uh, I'm sure you have some great conversations that go on. Yes, we do. And I've moved to a small town in Arizona and my students are like, oh, I hate it here. There's nothing to do. And then I try to open their eyes and it really doesn't matter where you live at. If it's the Southwest or in, in Wisconsin or on the East Coast or the West Coast, you can find history anywhere you go any kind of history. There's a history of indigenous people, civil war history, colonial history, Spanish conquest history. 
And um, I, I love seeing some of my students light up when I start talking about mm -hmm. a historic site they can go to on the weekend just a few minutes away. So, Jen, it sounds like the Army has had a huge impact on your life and certainly opening your eyes and your, and your world uh, to travel. So, last question today, how would you sum up what the Army gave you that changed really the way you see the world and want to travel in your future? The biggest thing the Army gave me is confidence, and I really needed that because I found out while I was on active duty that I have multiple sclerosis. So it's been a few hard days, mostly good days, but some days are hard. And the Army has gave me that confidence and that resilience, whether I'm traveling or at work or having a bad day or having a bad MS day. And I remember my Army training that you're going to get to the other side. There's another side, and it looks good. And just keep on going no matter how you feel or what's going on in your life. So I'm guessing your Army training is helping you deal with managing your, you said you have MS? It's helping yes, you, I have mm -hmm. multiple sclerosis. So it's helping you manage that as well in terms of resiliency. Yes, it's helping me manage it, and they've, they're also taking care of me medically, so I don't have any complaints about military medical care or anything like that. I, I wish I didn't have MS, mm -hmm. but I am being taken care of medical-wise, and then the Army's helped me get through some tough days just remembering that, you know, Stay tough. Don't let it get you down. Don't let anybody get you down. Don't let a bad travel day ruin your love of travel, or don't let one day when you're sick, you know, bring you down for a week or a month or the rest of the year. Well, listen, Jen, you are an inspiration, I think, to everyone who's listening right now. This is the personal connection of our show, and we always like to talk about the transformational side of travel. I think you've helped us articulate that very well today. So we thank you very much for your time. We wish you a pleasant weekend. And again, as Mary started off the interview, I'll end it and say thank you again for your service. Thank you so much. Great chatting with you. Thanks so much, Jen. Thank you. All right. Wow. There goes Jen. So inspirational. Her website, I also want to let you know, we have that up right now here in our studio, uh, jauntinggen.com. Jauntinggen, that's just one N.com. Check it out, uh, and you can follow some of her writings as well. Right now, though, we want to let you know it's a good time to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at RM World Travel as we pause for a few commercial messages from our sponsors. RM World Travel returns after this quick sponsors break. Today's edition of RM World Travel is coming right back. And you can also stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. If you're giving everybody Bombas socks this holiday, you deserve a spot in the Holiday Gifting Hall of Fame. Why? Because these socks are made with the softest fabric and built with extra cushioning. They have a special arch support system and a seamless toe. And for every pair of socks you buy, they donate a pair to someone in need. Get 20% off any purchase during their big holiday sale when you shop on bombas.com rm. November 18th through December 5th. Once again, that's bombas.com rm. Or as always, visit rmworldtravel.com for a link under sponsors. Imagine we only gave you part of a news story. It would be pretty hard to follow. That's what it might be like relying on monitoring your credit to help protect your identity. You could miss part of the story. Good thing there's LifeLock. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to alert you to identity threats that you could miss on your own. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but right now, until December 8th, you can save 30% or more on your first year with this special radio discount. Just go to LifeLock.com, use promo code RM to save 30% on your first year, or visit rmworldtravel.com. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com.
Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. That was a terrific segment we just finished up with, Jen. It really was. We were just talking about it more during the break. Very uh, interesting. It certainly was. Uh, and it's nice to have you here with Mary and me today. Thanks for staying with us through that short break. And now it's time to delve into the tainted alcohol in hotel rooms that's going on out there and discuss with show friend Dr. Christina Angelo of the CDC some ways to help combat it. But first, a quick word about Compassion International and our need for your help. As we prepare for the holiday season, we're asking all of you to join us by going to Compassion.com RM and sponsoring a child in need. Each and every one of you in our audience can provide such a difference with compassion, resources, and hope. It costs about a buck a day, and more than 60,000 kids are on that compassion waiting list. Many are hungry, cannot attend school, they're in poor health and neglected, and Robert and I and Rudy are committed to reducing that total. Our goal this holiday season is to get 100 kids sponsored, and when you sponsor a child with us, you'll be linked with a boy or girl of your choice who will know you by name and treasure your support and care. They'll write to you with updates, and your monthly gift will provide them with health screenings, immunizations, hygiene training, and access to support that ensures growth, nutrition, education, and also medical response when needed. So join us and let's help these 100 kids together. Go to Compassion.com RM to select your child. You can also find more info on our website as well as a phone number at rmworldtravel.com. And now let's head right to that show hotline and welcome back to the program, show friend Dr. Christina Angelo with the CDC. Welcome back, Christina. I'm glad we could coordinate the spot with you today. Welcome. Thank you so much. Great to have you here with us. So, Christina, listen, a few weeks ago, the FBI released the toxicology uh, reports related to the deaths of the three Americans who died unexpectedly in the Dominican Republic. There was a lot of suspicion. I know we reported on the show that the deaths were related to tainted alcohol, but the reports actually showed natural causes were responsible. However, tainted alcohol is a very real thing that travelers need to be aware of. So I'd like to know from the CDC perspective, how serious do you think travelers should take the issue when they're staying at a hotel or a resort in a foreign country? Yeah, so first of all, I just want to mention that the U.S. State Department and the FBI are the best resources that we have for statistics on actual tainted alcohol-related events overseas. But from a traveler's perspective, there are a number of things that people can do to avoid this. Um, the first thing would be sticking to mass-produced or well-known brands, which is always considered to be safer, um, and also never leaving a drink unattended, whether you're at a bar or a restaurant, making sure that you always have an eye on your drink. Um, also a concern would be that if you are traveling abroad and you're staying at a hotel or a resort where you're staying, that allows you to bring alcohol from outside of the country, you may wish to bring a bottle of alcohol with you from the United States that you actually know is safe. Um, another thing that we always like to remind people also is that if travelers are drinking, they are also more likely to engage in risky behavior such as drunk driving, unprotected sex, which can also obviously negatively impact their health. So, Christina, this problem, is, is it something that is going on all over? Do you think it's more common? The reports that we keep hearing about, are, of course, have been basically in the Caribbean. Is, it, is that where it's sort of more of an issue for travelers to really be a little more aware of it? So, to be honest, the CDC doesn't perform epi epidemiology investigations on alcohol-related deaths. Mm -hmm. um, so we really don't have any statistics about where or where this is or isn't happening, unfortunately. Okay, so other than not drinking or bringing your own, you just shared some good best practices. Um, any thoughts on, uh, to me, the mini bar is something that we should potentially avoid as well, or although I guess it plays into you bring your own instead of taking from the mini bar, because to me that's something that could easily be contaminated. Yeah, so I would think that in the circumstance where you are in a hotel, it is always safer to have your own alcohol with you that you brought. 
um, or sticking to mass-produced or well-known brands, as I mentioned. Right. You know, I, I'm thinking right now as I'm listening to this, I mean, we're, we live in a world that is filled with technology. I mean, all types. Every time we turn around, we have new technology coming at us. So I, I'm not sure. And, I'm, you know, I don't mean to put you on the spot when I ask you this, Christina. I mean, are you aware of any inexpensive or maybe easy test that's out there that can check the contents of alcohol that are found in mini bars? So that's a great question, and I am by no means an expert on a lot of the toxicology tests that are available, but I am aware that there are some dipstick, dipstick tests that are available, but with regards to branding and cost and availability of those, I'm actually not, um, I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. Yeah, I think what you said earlier, though, uh, you know, I, I also find it funny. I mean, Mary and I, when we travel, uh, oftentimes we will bring you know, wine or, you know, Mary happens to like gin or whatever it may be, we'll bring <laughs> bottles back to the States. But in this case, you know, we actually yeah. never leave. We're, you know, we're never on the outbound by bringing <laughs> yeah. alcohol. But the fact is that is something to think about because, you know, one, it's probably going to be, you know, if you're buying it from your local shop anyway, you're helping your local economy. But uh, in addition to that, you, you are safe and you know what's in there. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about also it. Also, the tip of uh, if you put your drink down and you walk away, you don't go back and finish it. That's just all in all well, we tell our kids that yeah, at college. Yeah, that's just a good tip right. in general. Yeah, that, that's not yeah. only in resorts. That's right. just a good. Right, but I, I don't think. Exactly. Not only a travel tip. Exactly. <laughs> well, listen, we, we appreciate it. I mean, it's a real issue that's out there, uh, Christina. And thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, and we will continue to check in uh, with the CDC because we love when we do these reports. You always give us good information. All right. Have a great day. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Take care. Enjoy your weekend. You too. All right. There goes Christina. Appreciate her checking in with us today. Uh, important information and certainly something to be aware of. And as she said, Mary, I mean, listen, it, it really could happen, happen anywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Just a good reminder to be aware of that when yeah. you're out drinking. Uh, but we know what's going on when you're overseas. So be particularly uh, cautious when you are outside the U.S. Uh, and, and you're deciding to drink some alcohol. Right now, we're going to pause briefly for some sponsor messages. And up next, Rudy's going to check back with us from his broadcast studio. So we ask you to stick around as there's more RM World Travel coming up in about three minutes. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. All of us in America have so much to be thankful for, but sadly, there are many kids around the globe who need our help. We want to make a difference and are asking you to help us by going to Compassion.com RM and sponsoring a child or multiple children. Around one-third of the world's children live in extreme poverty. Many are hungry, cannot attend school, they're in poor health and neglected. Over 60,000 kids are on the waiting list, but for a little more than a dollar a day, we can give back and reduce this total in a major way. Go to Compassion.com RM to select your child now or rmworldtravel.com. Gary, why aren't you outside enjoying the party? Uh, hey, Michelle, it's this heartburn. When it hits, it really hits hard. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. I've had it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. Wow, you're packed fast. Yeah, I feel much better. Now this is a party. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. $782. Liberty did what? what? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. 
Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, equal housing insurer. Unisom presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams, and dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom sleep tabs, you get your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. GoToMeeting is the collaborative meeting tool trusted by over 18 million monthly users. But how do we make the concept of 18 million more real for you? Well, if you wanted to travel 18 million miles, you could go to the moon and back 36 times and still have a few miles left over for a detour. 18 million dollars could buy you 4.5 million non-fat iced lattes, which would keep you caffeinated from now until the end of your career. Or if you took 18 million standing desk breaks, well, you'd probably be in great shape. Visit GoToMeeting.com to learn why so many people trust us to help them get work done. There's a lot of news surrounding Amo Waterways River Cruises lately, and if you haven't heard, they've debuted a new ship, the Amadoro, on the Douro River in Portugal. They've also taken river cruising to a whole new level with their new mega ship, the Ama Magna, now sailing on the Danube River in Hungary, Austria, and Germany. At 72 feet wide, it's double the size of existing river cruise ships, but it carries less than 200 passengers. And the Amamora is also new in sailing on the Rhine River. Check out all of their ships and itineraries at amawaterways.com or find a link at rmworldtravel.com. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. This portion of the program is sponsored by bombas.com slash rm. We're living in a time when we're winning again, and everybody loves winning, especially the feeling of winning the holidays. If you're giving everybody Bombas socks this holiday, we say you deserve a spot in the Holiday Gifting Hall of Fame. Did you know that socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters? And for every pair of Bombas socks that you buy, Bombas will donate a pair to someone in need. Nice thing to do. These socks are terrific. They're built with extra cushioning and arch support system that's not too tight. They also got rid of that annoying toe seam. Since we all do a lot of different things, they make a lot of different socks, from dress socks to work socks, performance socks for working out, even limited edition holiday socks, and a line of merino wool socks that are soft, warm, naturally moisture-wicking, and they're never itchy or rough. Bombas socks are a gift everyone will love, and we all win when you give them. Buy yours now at bombas.com slash rm, and you'll get 20% off your first purchase, or you can find the link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. Bruce Northam is a journalist and an author. He's written four or five books. He's traveled all over the world, about 150 countries, as I recall. I met him years ago on a cruise ship, I don't know, somewhere in the Mediterranean. I can't even remember, Bruce. Um, but he caught, where, did, where was it? Uh, we, we, we did like six countries in the Mediterranean. Yeah, it was a Mediterranean thing. So... Uh, in the, in the last few years, Bruce has found an interesting way to do selfies uh, to remember his trips. He also posts it on a, on a website. He gets haircuts in different places and does selfies of himself, sometimes with the barber full on in the background, sometimes not. Um, and he calls them barbershop tours uh, or barbershop postcards, excuse me. Bruce, what's with the, how, what is a barber? Let me, one thing you say on your site with your pictures, everything you know about the right and wrong sides of town awaits in local barbershops. What do you mean by that? 
I mean, think about it. Where is the bus stop? Where is the train station? Generally, it's kind of on the other side of town. I'm talking about bargain barbershops. My whole thing about barbershop postcards is I'm actually very averse to the selfie because the, the handheld selfie is what kind of ruined travel writing for me. It went from the, having the reader see through the writer to the writer being like, look at me, I'm here. Well, I use the mirror in the barbershops to capture the whole environment. In the front row, you have the products by the mirror in that native language. I've had haircuts recently in the Philippines, Nepal, Thailand, and Cambodia. And then you have the barber, who's obviously a local. And then the best part in the background of these bargain haircut places you get the images of the kind of king or queen you can become if you pick one of their haircuts. And not all the barbershops are shops, let's point out, right? Some are on streets, some are one chair with one guy? One chair, they, they, they could be outside. They're very much bare bones. Um, you know, tr you try and tell any American woman that they can get the same trim for 10 bucks that they pay 100 bucks for, they'll think you're crazy. But you and I both know it's true. Well, I don't have much hair, but I, I know a man's haircut's a little easier than a woman's, but even $10 is high when you're talking Nepal or Kathmandu or Thailand, isn't it? Or India, for that matter. Well, for sure. No, we're talking a buck or two, three bucks. It comes usually with a massage, a head massage, a shoulder massage, and it's just a great way to soak up local culture. And again, you're taking a selfie, but you're not doing the arms left selfie. selfie. You're using the mirror um, to capture the whole moment. And it's, it, it, you know, it's the one thing I must, on every trip I take, um, it's about the local music scene and getting that one haircut and that, not, okay, do we have dive bars? We have dive barbershops. But in, in, in foreign countries, people take everything they do seriously, um, even if they're not paid that well. And someone who cuts hair in India or Nepal, the Philippines, that's their job. They've been training since they were 10 or 12, and they're great at it. Uh, we're talking with Bruce Northam. He's a journalist and travel travel writer extraordinaire, and he's uh, traveled the world, and he specializes in doing shots in barbershops, um, uh, photos and selfies in barbershops, because he thinks it reflects the culture of, of, of that country. You have, for a long time, you're a New Yorker. Uh, you used to drive a horse and carriage through Central Park, and you started something called the Undiscovered Lower East Side Tour in New York, um, which... Uh, you, if you're interested in ever going to New York and taking Bruce's tour, it's AmericanDetour.com. Um, do you pass a few barbershops in the course of that tour, Bruce? I do. I do. And uh, it's one of the highlights. I go through the, the, the backstage of the Lower East Side. We get into the guts of Chinatown. And when we pass by a Chinese barbershop, I talk about my issue with handheld selfies versus mirror-taking selfies, example being barbershop postcards. My tour is called The Undiscovered Lower East Side. As you mentioned, it's on my website, AmericanDetour.com. Stop on by uh, the Lower East Side of Manhattan, and we'll take a walk on the wild side. And go to Google and just type in barbershop postcards, and you can see some of the barbershops that have uh, cut Bruce's uh, big mop of hair uh, around the world. Bruce, thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Rudy. If you're listening to Arm World Travel, glad you are. We'll be right back. Join the Travel Trio by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back to the New York City area, everyone. It's segment 10 of our two-hour RM World Travel broadcast for this week. Thanks for spending the past hour and 50 minutes with us. Before we talk Thanksgiving parades, a quick word about our sponsor, LifeLock.com. Well, everyone, it's that time of year again, and whether you're shopping online, booking travel, or using unfamiliar websites for a holiday deal, the Better Business Bureau has alerted us about scammers looking to steal that holiday cheer. There's a common assumption about identity theft. Many people believe it's just credit card fraud. And if you're just monitoring your credit and checking your bank statements, you're likely to miss other forms of identity theft. You really are, and there's so many more. Don't let it happen to you. That's why we encourage you to have LifeLock with Norton, because if you ever have a problem, they have agents who will work to fix it. Join now, and for the first year, save 30% when you use code RM at LifeLock.com. There's also a link at RMWorldTravel.com under Sponsors. There are hundreds of wonderful parades around our country celebrating Thanksgiving, and the one near and dear to us is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in Manhattan, which Robert and I both grew up with. But since Plymouth, Massachusetts holds the title as the birthplace of Thanksgiving. We thought we'd check in with Ali DiMacito and see what they do to celebrate as he's the executive director of what's billed as America's hometown Thanksgiving parade in Plymouth. Hello, Ali. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad to be here. Well, nice to have you with us. So, you know, Ali, as Mary was just sharing with everyone, the Thanksgiving tradition dates back to Plymouth when in 1621, the Pilgrims and Native Americans, they shared a big feast together. With that kind of history, I'd expect your parade is truly something to come experience. So when does it run each year? And give us a taste of what visitors will see at the parade. Okay, first of all, it always runs the Saturday prior to Thanksgiving. And we do that because we just really feel it's a family-friendly event, and we want people to still be able to go to Grandma's or Aunt Betty's and have the Thanksgiving meal on Thanksgiving Day. So we always run it the weekend before. It's a three-day event, but the main event is the parade that we have on Saturday morning. It's always the weekend before. And it is filled with so many things. And one of the main things we do at our parade, which is unique to the whole nation, it's a chronologically correct parade. So we start always with the Native Americans, and then we go through every century, and we highlight different points and times and different, you know, centuries, depending on the year. It's usually the anniversary year. And we highlight floats that tell the story of America and why America is so great and what it's done and what it's accomplished. And, and those are the really the highlights. But it's really, it's a great time for families and fun. And, you know, we're recognized throughout the country mainly because it's a unique take and it's a setting is perfect. It's at the Plymouth uh, waterfront, right where the Pilgrims landed exactly 400 years ago now. And next year will be 400 year anniversary of America. So we're really excited to let everyone in the nation and the world come to, to our little humble, you know, America's hometown and, and enjoy right. us telling us the history. Ali, what I found interesting in looking over this is that you honor historical anniversaries that are important to our country. And there are quite a few this year. There's the 50th anniversary of Apollo, but it's also the 75th anniversary of D-Day coming up uh, in December. And you have something special planned. Can you tell us a little bit about yeah. it? Yeah, we do. Every year on the Friday night prior to the event, we have a patriotic concert. And all we do is really honor the veterans and men and women who've done and been the backbone throughout our history to allow us to do what we do in America. So we have a, an incredible film we'll be showing on D-Day on Friday night. We have a special occasion. We're going to be honoring some World War II veterans as well as all the veterans who've come at the Memorial Hall. And that's on Friday night, the 22nd. And we do that every year uh, by design because I think 
we would not have a history if we're not well, for the not people true. who have sacrificed right. everything. And there are a host of other activities as well, in addition to what we've just covered for people who are coming to enjoy over this long weekend of festivities. Give us an idea of a few other activities. I see there's a historic village. We've actually partaken in that. But you've got other things going on. Saturday night, Senior Alumni Drum and Bugle Concert. Yes, we have all the Drum and Bugle Corps that are in the event, in the parade, then have a little mini competition, so to speak, at the Murray Hall on Saturday night, which is really fantastic. If you enjoy music, you enjoy drum corps, I mean, you'll love it. It's just amazing what they do. And, you know, we, of course, you know, we have a lot of things. We have food tents, beer and wine, and, I mean, uh, garden. We have um, the reenactors of all the different times and periods of American history all lined up in the waterfront. That's really well, educational. You've got a full fun. slate of activities going history. on there. You know, Ali, Mary yeah. and I were just reading some of the testimonials on your website before you joined us on the show hotline, and clearly people, you know, they come from all over the U.S. to spend the weekend enjoying these festivities, and many have been bringing their families for years, as you mentioned, so that certainly says something about the event itself, and it must make you and all the people that put it together really proud. Yeah, we are, because it's all volunteer. I mean, we don't have any paid people. It's just a bunch of people here in the community who've done this for 25 years now. But it's really changed, and it's going to be televised live this year, which is a huge step for us. And so we have a, a lot of things to be proud of. Of course, we have a great history here. This is where it began, and I always tell people, where else do you celebrate Thanksgiving other than Plymouth, Massachusetts, oh. where the very first Thanksgiving happened? Yeah. And, so, and we in this great nation have a lot to be thankful for, despite... All that people may say or wonder, we still have a great country, and there's a lot of things that we can be proud of, and this event is one of them. Well, I say amen to that. Listen, Mary and I both say that, that there's way too much vitriol in our society today, and this is a great way to go celebrate our history where we started November 23rd, next weekend on Saturday. Plymouth, Massachusetts is the place to be. Ollie, we really appreciate your time. Folks, if you want more information, usathanksgiving.com is the website. Have a great weekend, okay? Thank you. Take care, Ollie. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. All right, I just released Ollie, and listen, Mary, I mean, he clearly, I mean, how, how does that get back? And what he does and what they all do is in terms of the history, they really showcase the history yeah, of our do. country. Golden Knights Not are going to kick it off, and, uh, and, and the yeah. parade kicks off at 11 a.m. on Saturday if you're interested, folks. Right now, though, uh, it is time for us to say goodbye for this week. Thanks for listening these past two hours. Special thanks to all of our guests who appear on the show today with Mary and me and Rudy. Thanks to our show team, our network affiliates and sponsors, and certainly to you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy you've been listening to your rm world travel connection america's number one travel radio show on the ssi radio network